You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here on our great community radio station which is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And you can catch us at uh, pigeonmedia.com.au and southernfm at southernfm.com.au. We've got an exciting show for you this morning. We've got the uh, VPO Truck Fund online auction happening as we speak on the Greater Melbourne auction site and uh, we're going to talk to some of the people that have donated some fantastic birds for this auction so if you're after some good uh, blood for your loft check out this auction because there's some absolutely fantastic gobsmacking birds on this auction so go and check it out and uh, it is uh, the GMPF Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation auction site and uh, yeah, so right now we're going to introduce the Falcons so that we can get into this program. Come closer. I want to talk to you. I'm going to tell you an astounding story. The story of the Maltese Falcon. 600 years the Falcon has carried the mystery of a fabulous wealth under its grotesque wing. For the Maltese Falcon... Introducing, once again, to Pigeon Radio Australia, our regular and the original Maltese Falcon, Tony Barbara. Good morning, Mr. Falcon, and welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Good morning, Ivan. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, all the listeners, and good morning to everybody around the world. Yes, exactly. Good morning to everybody around the world. Now, we're going to talk. You've donated a pigeon for this online auction as well, haven't you? So yeah. we'll talk about that in a minute after we introduce this uh, gentleman right now. Back. 
he's back folks, let's give him a warm welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Introducing the one and only Pigeon Racing Italian Stallion, Joe Angelino. Good morning, Mr. Giuseppe Angelino. Good morning, Ivan, and good morning, Tony, and good morning to the listeners. How are we today? Yeah, good. That's good, that's good. I'm good, I'm good. Now, um, this online auction is happening and the bids are going. But we're going to talk to a few of the people that have donated pigeons for this auction to tell us what kind of birds they've donated. That's right. Looking forward to that. Jesus, some good birds on there. Yeah. There now listen. Really good birds. You won a fed with those grizzles. What was the distance of that? That, that was Mildura, wasn't it? Mildura, yeah. Mildura. That was a Queen Elizabeth Cup. You yeah, won. that's right. So those birds, they can fly the up. To, you know, if they could, they're good at the middle distance. The uh, 500, the 600. When I was with the WPF, I actually got uh, in the 600, in the 500, I placed, uh, uh, what was it, in the fed, up high in the fed, I think it was six fed up with the WPF. Then in the with those grizzles. With the grizzles. In the 600, I got, mm. uh, when the same the same year, I got uh, six fed and, sorry, uh, six and 11th fed with two grizzles. Yeah, that's all right. No, yeah. And then I thought, this must be a fluke. You know what I mean? What's oh. going on here? So anyway, I bred them again and again every year. They've been doing, you know, I kept this every year together. you clock off those every, grizzles. Every year I clock off these grizzles. And so ways. these youngsters that you're donating, uh, what pairing is it? The original grizzles or? How? Yeah, well, the, the the pairings I'm going to put, uh, you know, the Fed winner mm. off me Fed winner, mm. and um, I'll put it to maybe a, a Herman Coyster, or I can put it. You know what I mean? I've got them. I've got, I've got my grizzles crossed out. They they mm. fly race better when they're crossed. Oh. You know, I've put my uh, grizzles together, you know, um, f- for stock, so I inbred them, yeah? But then I cross them and then, I, and then they fly really well. So they click really well with, mm. like uh, like I said, the Herman Coysters, uh, uh, yeah, Wickham's, uh, oh, Gucci's, you know, they, they, they cross out really well. Mm. So, look, uh, yeah, anybody that wants to try a few grizzles in their, in their race team, like I said, oh. mainly, in, mainly in the long distance, you know, middle, short and long. Sorry, middle and uh, long distance. Uh, yeah. So they're getting the, the, the nest pair, yeah? Well, that's that. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. All right. Now, Tony, you've donated this inbred goodger, and I know your goodgers are very good because I've got some in my loft, and they do all right for me. I clocked one from the National. It was my second bird home off that hen you bred me. So tell us a little bit about your one that you donated. That's brother and sister, Maiden. Um, and bread, then away. Because yeah. I, I keep the gojars together. I don't cross out with anything. Okay. Anyway, I, I got hold of them. There was an auction in the VH in 1994. Uh-huh. Greg Hodges brought them over. And I bought them from there. And they of the blood was of lot 1653. Oh, gee. The, 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 the main pair that I had. Well, I know you bred me a hen. And I'll tell you, so, she's... So, she's so the blood is pure. Yeah, well, she's bred me some good birds too, so I've crossed them because she was inbred, so I crossed her out with different things, different cock birds, and, uh, yeah, she's done really good. She's bred me some good birds. Anyway, if anybody looking for long distance, that'll be the bird. Oh, that's it. That's the one. And just, just Anyway, I'll... them gojars won 700 miles. Well, I won a few of it myself. With those goodgers. With the goodgers, so yeah. even in short r- Well, races. we heard at the presentation that you one year won the aggregate in the VPO, and that was with those goodgers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the young birds as well, I, I won the aggregate. Yeah, true. With them as well. 
Very good. So they were doing it in short and long yeah. distance. Excellent. All right, so that's a bird to look out for. So go and have a look at Tony Barbara's Guja there. It's inbred, so whatever you cross it out to. And uh, I know a lot of people come here and ask me for long-distance pigeons. You want long-distance pigeons? There you go. They're there, available. And, and, and that's got the blood of um, John Pryor, too. Oh, very good. Excellent. Number one stock cock. Yeah. Very good. Excellent. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, just getting back to the grizzles, uh, Ivan, just... Uh, I'm, the, I'm actually going to donate uh, a youngster from different, uh, same like same same way bred grizzles, but to a different. Oh, uh, you know, so one from that. So one if people want to put them together, they can, or if they want to, oh, yeah. you know, they, you know what I mean. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, like the hen and cock will be different, but same, hmm. yeah, the same bloodline grizzles, but hmm. uh, yeah. So um, and also with the VPO, I come second fed with uh, with a grizzle in a six hundred. Um, I've done really well with these birds. So look. Like yourself, Tony, it's good that uh, you've done well. Maybe if they buy your bird and my bird and put them together, put them together. Yeah, yeah, they, they hit the out. jackpot. They hit the jackpot, mate. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that'll be good. Right. Yeah, well, all the best with your bird, Tony. I hope you uh, do well. Now, what yep, about you? Too. Thank you, Tony. Well, what about you, Miss Fondy? Well, what you, got up you there? went in the loft and picked a pigeon out, and you picked out a bloody good one. I mate, can tell you. You gave me a, you gave me a free range. Free so range. I said, go there, pick it out, pick out the one for the auction. And anyway. You you picked a bird bred straight off the imported cock from Yelly Rosiers, uh, paired to the Huben hen that uh, actually bred. Well, he'll be a brother to that bird that won the Tassie Fed in the VRPU for uh, Peter Huang. Nice. So nice. it's exactly the same way bred as the Tassie Fed winner. Well, let me tell you, when I when I grabbed that bird, and I thought, Ooh, I'd love this, uh, I'd love this bird in my loft. Mm. You know. And that's why I said to him, can we use it? Take, he goes, anyone, you pick. And I said, all right, this one here. Yeah. You know, and, and we put markers me. on it straight away, didn't uh, we? And I think I'm a pretty good judge of a bird. So um, whoever buys it is going to be very, very happy. And if you're not, let me say this. Hmm. Whoever buys it and doesn't like it, I'll buy it. All right. Well, it's I that, can tell you that, that I put those birds back together again this year because they've produced the goods not only for Peter Huang but also in Horsham as well. They were... Getting them, uh, clocking them in Horsham in the, in some races. So, yeah, they've they've done the job. Oh yeah, yeah. and Tony, yeah. you, clo- you clocked them off those birds as well. Didn't yeah, you? I finished eight fed. Eight oh, fed. Yeah, Same way bread. Oh, there you go. Say no more. So then I, I don't. You no know, more. I'm not saying I'm a champion or anything, but that that blood that uh, Yelly Rosie has sent me, it's very inbred to Queen L, and uh, they're very very. That's very good bloodline. Well, good luck with that. I hope you do well. I hope we do well with these birds that we've mm. put in. Mm. Um, yeah. There is a lot of good birds. There's some nice there pigeons in there too. Fantastic pigeons. I'd have them all in my loft, I'll tell you now. Yeah, I would too, but I'm not. <laughs> I know. I know. Plus, I, you I, can't Ivan, have every pigeon in your house. Otherwise, Ivan's, exactly. <laughs> Ivan's going, look at this one. The look mess, at this one. The going, look the at this one. Yeah. How good is this? Mm. How good is that? Yeah. But, you know what, I've got my eye on a couple. I'm going to see if I can get them and, yeah, yeah see what happens. Good. All right, no worries. All right, we'll hear from these flyers yes. after this break. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown, or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all in one bird supplements. 
Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The applied nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German based company, is a leading manufacturer of world class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons in a health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM Sponsor. One in six older Australians have experienced elder abuse. He's always asking me to do things, but I'm busy with my own life, and I don't have time for all his stuff too. He's my primary carer, and I don't ask for a lot, but I do need help with my groceries and my medical care. How are your actions affecting the older people in your life? For free confidential information and support, call 1-800-ELDER-HELP. That's 1-800-353-374. Wildlife Victoria is a non-profit emergency response service committed to assisting wildlife in need across Victoria. Our trained and dedicated volunteers rescue and rehabilitate sick, injured and orphaned animals so they can be released back to their native habitat. If you see wildlife that may need our help, please contact us on 8400 7300. To donate or register to become a volunteer, hop onto our website at wildlifevictoria.org.au. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Sounds Good with Donna DeMayo on 88.3 Southern FM is on every Tuesday at 6pm. It's filled with an assortment of interviews, talking entertainment, film, fashion, food, travel, live theatre and of course I'll be playing some of my favourite tunes. Looking forward to a chat each Tuesday at 6pm on 88.3 Southern FM. 
You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, here from the studios of Pigeon Media in Melbourne, Australia. This is the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Tune in, live, worldwide, via our website at www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Stop the pigeon, 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 and uh, he made a great speech about the truck and how we need a new truck and everything else. And uh, I've got him on to tell us about the Breeders Plate and also about our online truck fund auction that we've got. And that's none other than Mr. Paul Burlack. Hello, Paul, and welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Yeah, hello, Ivan. Uh, hello, boys. Uh, hey, Tony and, and Joe. Um, hello. Uh, it seems like I saw you five minutes ago. I mean, yeah. I've got to mention the... Uh, presentation I we had the other night, oh, yes. um, Friday night at Dunvegan uh, Cottage, a beautiful setting, a lovely little bluestone place, and uh, um, look, uh, there was a certain amount of formalities because you can't have a presentation over without it, but basically um, it was a party atmosphere, and, and that, that's something that that I found really um, enjoyable because you could just relax and, you know, people. some people danced, and of course there was Ivan's great music as per usual. And, uh, yeah, some people danced and um, others wanted to, preferred to have a drink. Others preferred to have a chat in groups and things like that. I reckon I had a, about six of each. That was good. That was I had good. a great time and um, uh, we've got to do it uh, similar to that in the future as yeah. well. I reckon it was fantastic. For sure. Relaxed. Yeah. Great atmosphere. It was a good night. And the other thing that you did that was really, really good was you recognised all the ladies that were present. Yeah, look, um, the, the, the girls that um, uh, support, uh, well, look, let's face it, most people who race pigeons are, uh, are men, and without the support of their partners or their wives, it, it can become, um, you know, it can become really difficult as far as the relationship's concerned. But obviously the um, the women that um, that uh, either married to or uh, partner the flyers of the VPO and, and obviously other federations as well, um, they're, they're obviously supportive sort of people and um, um, I just um, felt they needed some form of recognition. There wasn't anything super um, sort of expensive or, you know, anything like that, but it was a token and it was a beautiful red rose to each one of them and, and it was really there, um, as I say, a, a token to, to recognise um, the fact that, um, you know, they are in good relationships and they must be to, to be able to afford each other the consideration that's required for individual hobbies and things. So mm-hmm. um, I think they do a ter- terrific job, the women, and they're always willing to help as they did on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think um, there was uh, sort of something due. Oh, very good. Now, we've got an online auction going on at the moment. As we speak, it's on. So you want to just tell us why we're doing this auction? And uh, you made a great speech about it at the presentation night, and I reckon if you can remember what you said, you should just repeat it. 
Well, unfortunately, I can't remember what I said because the hangover killed that yesterday. <laughs> but, um, but um, look, basically, um, what um, where we stand is uh, look, this is what I talked about on the night. Um, it was um, I've been to presentations at three different federations now, and this was the only time I've been to one where the founding members were actually present. Mm. So it shows you just how young a federation we do have. Mm. And, and um, some, yeah, as I say, some of the, the, the founding members were there and um, I think it was in their fourth or fifth year mm. uh, due to a hell of a lot of work by those committees because you, you've got to consider that they not only needed to establish a federation, which takes an enormous amount of work, mm. but at the same time they were able to get some money together, fundraise, um, roll up their sleeves and, you know, get stuck into uh, owning their own transport because mm. they obviously saw it as a priority. And, and I think they've done an absolutely fantastic job mm. to be in a position where they've they've owned their own transport after, what, four or five years of existence. Well, there's so. some federations out there that don't own any transport. Well, this is it, you know, and um, um, I think, you know, the VPO has its own unique set, set of sort of... Uh, um, I suppose attitudes and unique sort of set of um, ethics when it comes to uh, put to rolling up their sleeves and, and getting stuck into a project and you know it's all hands on deck and all shoulders to the wheel and um, there's no, there's nothing greater than being part of a movement a part of um, all getting together and all pitching in for the same thing and to achieve something as a group. And, mm. you know, this is the sort of thing that... Um, Team, sort of, teamwork and innovators, I say. I say, Paul, teamwork and innovators is the VPO. Yeah. Oh, look, anything that uh, we can think of that, that might, you know, improve the VPO, improve the sport, um, yeah, why, why wouldn't we, you know? Exactly. It's, it's, look, work is not going to kill anybody, and uh, uh, we all pitch in together, as I said. Communally, we'll achieve something um, pretty good in the end. And, uh, yeah. um, you know, now, um, uh, and, 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 you know, thanks to you, mainly, Ivan, uh, we've got that online auction going. That kicked off yesterday, and um, um, from, what I, um, from what I've seen and heard, it's uh, going really well, and yeah, it's um, good. why wouldn't it? I mean, when you consider the names of people that have uh, pitched in, um, uh, well, I haven't really covered the truck yet, have I? <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> We're in need of a truck. Yeah. Uh, this one's done its job. It's getting a bit tired, and we decided that, okay, the Federation's growing, um, the other one's struggling a little bit, so we thought, right, it's about time that we did something um, about the situation. So we've started off a different, a, a whole a range of um, um, fundraising uh, initiatives. And the first one uh, started right from um, um, presentation night, uh, which was this online sale. And um, um, it's going terrific. I think you've got 15 lots up. No, we've got and 20 now, 20 lots. 20 lots. Oh, there you go. Yep. There you go. That's increased already. Um, but when you look at some of the, the names there, mm. um, pigeons from lofts like um, uh, Nick Lachiotis, I mean, he won the VHA aggregate this year. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, he's not going to have too many dud pigeons in his life, is he? I don't think he'll no. he have any. Yeah. So, you know, most of these top flyers are, are, are like that. I mean, you've got Simon Gretsch, who's one oh, a pair of pigeons that are breeding four fed positions. Um, this is a, a sister, I think. 
yep. that he, he's donated to it. Fantastic. You know, names like Frank Di Pasquale, mm. Raddick, Churchill, um, uh, yourself, Ivan, and Joe, and, and Tony. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, a bird bred by Rod Simmons. Uh, yeah. Look, it just goes on and on. You've got uh, uh, Ray Dodkins. Yeah, um, I've got very good long-distance pigeons, I might tell you. Yeah, and apparently um, uh, they've done very well here in Melbourne as they well. They have, yep, they, they have, they certainly have. And uh, uh, we've got we've got the star from Sydney, and that's uh, Poi Waiten as well, has donated a super-duper pigeon. Well, yeah. there you go, you know, I was, I was getting around to, to Poi, and um, look, the pigeon flies, as I've said before, they're fantastic people. They're very generous people when it comes to a project that's, that's worthwhile and a, a project that's, um, um, you know, seen as something that's going to promote pigeon racing in one way or another. They get behind these things, and, and that's where they're really good. And, um, look, we're off to a great start. We've mm. also got a sprint series planned for uh, early next year. Yeah. Um, similar to what used to be known as the Young Bird Series, except it'll be five races instead of seven. Mm. Um, season launch next uh, next season as well. All proceeds from that will also go to the truck fund as well as that sprint series. Um, we're going to have a, a mid-year function. So, look, this is an ongoing thing. I mean, we, we understand we're not going to uh, raise enough money to... to to buy a truck overnight, it's going to take time and it's going to take some work. And, and yeah, but if we, as you said, if we all pull our sleeves up and do the work, we'll get there. Exactly, and this is what I was talking about before when I was saying, you know, if we communally um, uh, pull our sleeves up and, um, you know, put the uh, shoulder to the wheel, it's it's even a better feeling achieving something as a group than it is yeah, on an individual basis. So uh, I'm I'm really feeling great about it. I feel challenged, and 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 you know I, I just think it's something that's going to uh, eventuate and um, be pretty good for for not just the VPO but sport in general. Yeah, I agree. So what's happening this Friday, Paul? This Friday, uh, this Friday at the Moreland Club Rooms in Box Forest Road, uh, 74 Box Forest Road. We're having our first Breeders' Plate Squeaker sale. Uh, penning will begin at 5 o'clock and the auction it starts at 7.30. Uh, as usual, we'll put on a free barbecue. Uh, drinks will be available at bar prices. Um, so, look, if you've got a, a bird or two you want to put in, more than welcome. We've already got somewhere between 40 and 50 birds from interstate. Um, we're trying to involve interstate flyers as much as possible. Uh, the more interaction we have um, between flyers uh, from one state to another, the closer they're, they're going to uh, become and, and we should all be as close as possible as pigeon flyers. After all, we do share the same sport. And um, um, look, uh, <laughs> the more of, of that sort of interaction that happens, uh, who knows who, what the future holds as far as trying to achieve something as a group. Once you get to know each other, you're a much better chance to get, um, you know, to, to get things to happen than you are when you're dealing with strangers. Yeah, correct. So, yeah, so, so it's not only um, going to be a Breeders' Plate sale, but as the VPO has this, uh, uh, what am what I going to say, tradition of making everything a very fun, fun thing, you're going to have a lot of fun at this Breeders' Plate sale as well. We are? Yeah, for sure. 
Well, is there anything we don't have fun at? That's right. <laughs> that's, that's our first exactly. priority. Well, that's our first priority. So, that's right. Um, yeah, look, I'm looking forward to it. Um, look, we've just had the uh, presentation at uh, Friday, a week uh, after we've got this, and uh, I just look forward to everything that we do because it's a great bunch of people and uh, everyone's friendly. And, um, um, yeah, we get along pretty well, touch wood, and I don't want to jinx us either. Yeah. But, uh, I've got a slogan um, for the Breeders' Plate. Come to the Breeders' Plate where everybody's got a smiling face and everybody's open with a friendly arms as well. Oh, there you go. There you go. Beautiful. See, yeah, if, yeah, everyone that's... Description, so, yeah. Everyone yeah, that... The, uh, the more, the merrier. Um, we hope to see as many uh, uh, flyers there from the other federations. Yeah, and that's right, um, look, it'll up. be a good night. Um, I think the weather's going to be reasonable as well. So, look, all the makings are there. It's just a case of, um, yeah, if you, if, if you want to get down there, um, you will have a good time. That's yeah, right, for exactly, sure, 100%. Yeah. And please bring birds down. If anyone's got youngsters, bring them down. Um, yeah, like I said, this, like we're saying, this is uh, not, only, not only is it a family-friendly, fun atmosphere, but we have um, $10,000 on grabs to, you know, our first prize. So, um, Easy to get a $10,000. No, that's right. So if you can buy your own bird back, you know, they'll be starting at $20, so... Yeah, you might even hey, get your... What, what? Hey, hang on a minute. Yep. What did you just say? I said, I'm going to start... I'll be doing the auctioneer. And oh, I'm, you're I'm doing gonna, the auction. I'm going to start them off at 20 bucks. How much? 20. Gee, that's Gee, all right. That's Gee. cheap. That's cheap. That's cheap. But yeah. that's the way it should be. You should cheap. start them at a low price. Exactly. That's good. Now, anybody yes. that's been to one of our auctions, uh, our British plate auctions, they all know what it's, what it's like. We're, um, we, we have nothing but fun. Uh, you don't go home empty with an empty stomach. Kids come along, there's, um, you know, they have their chips, they have their lollies, um, and then also we've got that park, you know, we've got a playground, big playground there for kids, so bring your kids along, if, even if they want to bring a footy or a cricket bat, yeah, they can kick they can, you know, we've got so much room, it's not funny, so, yeah, while the kids are having fun, mum and dad can come along and have, have a feed and uh, spend some money. Yeah, and the best part is that um, the kids are having fun there at the playground, as you said, or uh, their own organised games, whether it be footy or, or cricket, and they're in view of the parents. That's right. So yeah. the parents can see them from where, you know, this auction is happening because the roller doors open and, and yeah, you've got a view of your kids and yeah, keep an eye cool. on them. And it's, uh, yeah, look, it's, it, we're really fortunate to, to have a setting like that because you've got, uh, yeah, you've got your greenery. It's a, it's a park and that's, that's basically well, what Well, I've had a few people ring me up and they said to me, Ivan, they, we've been to these VPO breeders' plates before and I can tell you, it's very, very good. Fun atmosphere and, and other federations should take note. I had one fella tell me. Mm, yeah, look, um, yeah, it is. True. It, it's it's virtually a, a picnic type atmosphere. If you get the right weather, it, it's terrific. It's 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 virtually isolated in, in many ways, and yet we've got you know council um, uh, council um, uh, provided um, facilities as far as uh, like Joe mentioned, um, um, you know the slides Playground and the swings and. Yep. Things kids like playing on, and um, yeah, so it's it, look, it's uh, we get the barbie going as well. It's it's like having a barbecue on an acre. It is. Yeah, it is. It's exactly. really good. Exactly. Free barbecue, and the you. barbecues are good too. I'm yes. they are. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We always put it on for free. I think most feds do anyway, but uh, uh, we never charge for the barbecue. And um, yeah, it's just. Uh, Something has become a tradition. Well, I think you know, it's food. a good thing, you know, to give people some food and that. It's of course a good it is. Thing. That's like, it's what mm. we do. That's why we say we're family friendly. That's what you do. So I'll, I'll come to your house. Mm. 
You don't charge oh, me. Yeah, you don't no. charge me for a drink Look, or food. You can't come here now. You got chips. You got drinks. <laughs> and that's what we're like when we have our auctions. Yeah, exactly. People come. We make them feel welcome. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Hey, look, don't be shy to come down whether you buy a bird or put a bird in or not. You don't have to yeah, uh, yeah. bring Correct. any pigeons or go home with any pigeons. Exactly. Come down for a chat. Come down yeah, for a chat and have pigeons. a snag and yeah. Um, yeah, just join in and the atmosphere and catch up with you know some some people that you might not have seen in the last you know month or two. Mm. And, and, also, um, and say hello, and um, it really uh, was a thing before Christmas, treated that way. Exactly. But, uh, look, yeah. the more the merrier. We don't expect everybody to be uh, buying or selling birds. Um, yeah, just come down and, and just say hello. And just so people know, um, even if you don't raise pigeons and you want to get involved, you can buy a pigeon at that auction and nominate someone there. You can nominate somebody there. As long as he's in the, uh, you know, the VPO, the OPF, the Union, and um, uh, Geelong, he can fly that bird for you. So, and you can be involved as well. And you know what? You'll get half of that uh, proceeds, you know. So that'll be good. So tell us, the, uh, once more, uh, Paul, tell us the address and the time it commences. Okay, the address is 74 Box Forest Road um, in Faulkner. Um, um, it's, sorry, it's officially Hadfield, but it's known as the Faulkner Rooms. Yep. I think most people know it as that. Yep. Um, uh, penning begins at 5 o'clock. The auction starts at 7.30. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, uh, I'm um, looking forward to the night and um, I'm hoping to see as many people there as possible. And Mr. Angelina Auctioneer here, here starting, starting the auction birds off at $20. $20? Uh, $20. Yeah, that's it. You can't buy a packet of cigarettes, not that you'd want to, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, the old saying we always used to measure things uh, as a comparison to a packet of cigarettes. And, yeah. Oh, that's cheap. You can't even buy a packet of smokes. And you so. can't even buy lollies for that anymore either. No, no, that's it. <laughs> So with the with the barbecue, um, yeah, like I said, it's a free barbecue. But um, we're, we're probably going to have the barbecue going all day, you know, all night. So, yeah. oh yeah, you know, so we'll yeah we'll have I'm a cranky. Gonna we're not going to yeah, yeah, beautiful. So we're not going to have just chavapis. a barbecue for five, you know, half an hour and then stop and that's it. Yeah. We'll try and keep it going. Have the barbecue lit all all night. Good. All right. Excellent. So if people come late, they're still going to have a feed. All right. Okay. That's right. They're still going to Angela, have a warm and a cold yeah, one. And, um, exactly. Yeah. Look, at, there's nothing better than the smell of um, onion on a barbecue. And, uh, yeah, it sort of attracts uh, attracts people from from a, from a far distance. Well, <laughs> it's right. Angela Alvarez is going to get some, um, you know, all the potato salads and onions and stuff. She's going to oh, get yeah. all the salads. Oh, so it's going to be good. Excellent. It's going to be really good. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, then, Paul, we'll see you on Friday night, mate. You will. You'll see me with bells on, I can tell you. Good on you. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. (laughs) This is 88.3 Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia and the uh, VPO fundraising truck fund auction that's online at the moment, we have a great donator that didn't donate only one pigeon, but donated five pigeons. Get that, Joe Angelino. This guy donated five pigeons. And I tell you what, if you're chasing long-distance pigeons, these birds will knock your socks off. And I'm talking none other than Mr. Raymond J. Dodkins from Tasmania. Hello, Ray. How are you? And welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. And thank you very much for not just one bird, but five. Well, not a problem. Um, If I could have... 
and I probably still can give you more, but um, I love to do this and, and spread the birds around because I'm getting a little bit long in the tooth now and I'm not going to be able to utilise them to their best advantage. I'll call you the saber-toothed tiger. How's that? <laughs> Now, you've got five birds there. You want to tell us a little bit about these pigeons because there's a lot of people that have been chasing long-distance pigeons on these online auctions, uh, and um, a lot of people come to me and say, oh, you know, Ivan, could you bring me some long-distance pigeons? So these are – I've had a look at the pedigrees of these birds. These are some of the very best of the best of long-distance blood. Well, I've been a bit lucky – when I went back into birds, I accumulated some strong bloodlines, which I've savagely fought to keep straight. And then I've had a couple of obscure crosses, which in my mind, um, the good the good crosses lift the vitality of the birds. And this is what you can expect. Sometimes strong-blooded birds lose their vitality depending on how they're bred. And uh, sometimes it's nice to pick them up. And I've had some um, great results, and I've put a couple of birds in that I got from a misfortunate thing where a very dear friend of mine died about 18 months ago, and he imported from South Australia some strong-range blooded birds. And these birds had all the good names in them. Um, And, you know, uh, and various things that made them very special. So uh, I put them in with some birds I procured, some I bought here and some I obtained here with some Guja blood. And uh, I... I thought, well, this has got to be as good as it's going to get with with the crossing, and uh, the elite of the, you know, that it's not uncommon in the pedigree to see the goldmine cock's name, the maroon de hen, um, and in my mind, distance birds, because my first race is six hundred kilometres. That's right. He's in Tassie. Yeah. Wow. That's right. So I, I, um, I take great pride in getting some returns and uh, the preparation. So one of my funny quirks is if someone comes to me loft invited, there's two things I say to them. If you can go into the loft and find a bird in your analysis that's not a long-distance bird in your mind, I will give you $100. If you can find a bird anywhere in the loft environment that's sick, I'll give you $100. And that's the measure of me confidence of the ability of the birds, their physical structure, yeah. and, and my expectations. Of course... 60% of what I do, I can't control. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So the, the Grange Goodges, I, I've prolifically bred them because one of the birds is um, the Cockbird's a 2010 bird, and the hen 
um, the hen is a little bit younger, but they're two years apart, brother and sister <laughs> from the same parents. Oh, gee. Yeah, very inbred. Well, they are. Mm. Um, very much so. Which is good. That's good for stock. Yeah, very good. And if someone's chasing uh, long-distance pigeons, that's that's the way to go. The other, there is another bird in there that uh, was a little bit accidental, but the the it's a goodyear with good pedigree lines back, you know, back into the two thousand and twos and stuff with a a Harrison pure Harrison, and that combination bred me a bird that flew six hundred kilometres twice. Gee, unreal! Tell us a little bit about the Harrison cross. You've got you've got uh, uh, a long history on the pedigrees for the Harrisons, haven't you? Yes. Well, what I did, I was very lucky. I went. Ian Doyle, who was Herb Nobok's grandson, had a heart attack and two strokes in a month, and had to get rid of the birds for his health. Sadly, the man's dying of cancer now. He's got cancer in the skull. And his brother has was 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 an older brother, and he had a lot of a closer tie with Herb Knobloch when he was in Brisbane. And when Herb died, he allocated some birds to Ian's brother. So he's got very good quality birds straight from Herb. But Ian also had very good quality birds, and because of my interaction with him and enabling him to come to my place every Saturday to watch the birds clock so we could keep an interest. I procured some incredibly good birds that I honestly couldn't buy in Australia at any sort of money. And my pedigrees go back into, in a lot of cases, the 70s. Yeah. And that's very hard to get that sort of records for Harrisons. You know, a lot of people say, oh, that's a Harrison, that's a Harrison. But, yeah, they've usually got something else crossed into them. But these these Harrisons of yours are pretty ridgy-ditch Harrisons. Well, they're ridgy-ditch to the point that in my analogy that I've subsequently learned wasn't correct, but the best way I can describe it, I always bred trunk to branch or branch to trunk. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't breed branch to branch, meaning I didn't put brother to sister, you know, daughter to father, because I thought that wasn't the sort of thing I would go down the road. And then I learned from someone very, very knowledgeable that you can do that six times and it only affects the DNA by about 2.67% in Harrison's. So this year I've got a beautiful single bird out of a brother-sister pairing. The, the The daughter or the sister... She won me $2,500 after eight and a half hours on the wing and was and was beaten by four seconds. Yeah, well, if somebody wants to win 600-mile races, there's the birds that, that, that can do it. Well, sure they've can. all got the potential. The, the, Wickham, the Wickham bird I put in, the Goodyear Wickham, um, there was a bloke in Victoria called Tommy Meachin. 
and he had pure Wickham's and he had a, a, a bird that run from Tassie back to Victoria and won. And I had people ringing me to buy young or the bird off me. And uh, the cock bird that bred the one I put in is off that bird plus another pure Wickham blood from a friend of mine who who doesn't keep good records, but I know him very well. And then that's crossed with a, another Goodyear Wickham um, cockbird crossed with an O'Brien Harrison. So it, it's got a Goodyear Wickham Harrison cross. Now, if there was ever a combination that should work a distance, and, and by the way, the hen flew 598 kilometres and 640k, both clocked. Nice. She's a nice hen, very special. Um, and then there's a couple that are sort of a little bit um, abnormal, and silly me, I've mucked up the pedigrees a bit, but I got lent a couple of pure Vin Blandon blood. Yeah. Yeah, a run cockbird and its unrung son from a friend of mine in Tassie. And I crossed that with a pure Van Cutson. Yep. And then that was crossed with a Goodyear Harrison. So there's nice. four bloods that are epitome of distance. Yep. If they work, well, it's really special. The very short- hard, yeah. very hard for me to try the birds here because of the difficulty we suffer. And. An unquestioned analogy here is I believe that it's probably one of the hardest places in the world to race pigeons to in Hobart because of the weather changes across because the Tasmanian area. It's not easy, mate. It's not easy no, to not, race a bird at all. to Tasman, you know, to Tassie. You know, and, but, yeah. and the other thing I'm proud of is that I, I will say this and I'll say it on the radio without any hesitation. Mm-hmm. If somebody gets one of these birds and they're not happy with their health, I will refund the money and pay to get the bird back. That's how confident you are. That's yeah. that's that. That's good, mate. Look, you're you're you've got good birds. We know you've got good birds. Actually, Ivan, who's done well with his birds? You're talking to him at the presentation. Um, I forget who it was. Robert, was it Rob? Robert Rostevsky, yeah, that's right. He told me that he's done very, very, very well with your long-distance birds. Robert Rostevsky. Yeah. Yeah. He said, oh, they'll be very good pigeons. Well, yeah, he purchased birds off you. I can only hope so. It would be wonderful for someone to do some some really good special things with them. Um, that That would really tick all the boxes for me. I'd be over the moon. Yeah, well, with all that, with that bloodline, mate, all that good bloodline that you've got there, and like Ivan said, long distance stuff. This is we're not talking, we, and it's hard to get long distance because everyone goes for the flavour of the month, speed, speed, or fast. You know what I mean? Where and and they get rid of all the long distance bloodlines, and then it's hard to to find any good stuff. So and, and now we've got them up for grabs. So it'd be crazy not to get some. True, Ivan. Well, yeah, I, I, I look. I was a bit disjointed. I've got some very good friends, been flying pigeons, been friends for a long time, 
are very involved with importing birds, which are fine. Takes them a while to, to climatise. And generally the analogy now is that if you don't see them today, you're not going to see them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, I've got a bird returned after 12 weeks. Um, was a Goodyear Harrison Cross. Um, and it was lost for 12 weeks. Uh, and I've been very lucky. I've had some some good results that have been, dare I say, a little bit more difficult than they should be because um, I've sent birds singularly from Hobart to the north and then you've got to expect half a dozen birds to break away from three or 400 when they hit the coast and come down to Hobart. Now, it's a big ask and they've got to be a bit focused to get them to come. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's very, very difficult. But of course it is. Of course it is. But the more difficult it is, and my analogy is, if I'm lucky enough to send 10 and get eight home, I've won. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. That's the aim of the game, exactly. <laughs> that validates me focus and how I select the birds, what I see. And then sometimes it uncovers what I don't see. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, a lot of trouble with pigeon flies is they look but don't see. Yes, yeah. We we're just talking to a top fly just before um, John Jeff Johnson, and uh, he was saying observation is the one of the main keys in pigeon racing. Observation, oh. and he's right. You know, he's absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. It's if you, I mean, I've got an instance now that I'll share with you. I've I've known about it for years, but with everything that I know, if I applied it, I'd be twenty four hours a day in the damn pigeon loft. Yeah, but but I get um, minerals with uh, charcoal, a powder, and I was going to video. The birds are running up and down the cage in me breeding loft and I have a look and, oh, you're missing something. So I check the water and the food and the grit. No, that's all good. And then I yep. suddenly realise, tip a bit of this charcoal on top of the grit yep. and they go crazy. You see? Now, all that does is enhance their, their, in, their, their intestinal health, but they obviously know that they need it Otherwise, they wouldn't go crazy about it. So that gets a little bit back to where we, what we said just a little earlier, that if you look and you see something and you're, and you're lucky enough to work out what's going on, um, they can tell you a hell of a lot. They sure can. Yeah. That's, you're right there, mate. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. yeah, but um, listen, we we've gonna we're gonna bring up uh, the other flies that donated birds. We thought we'd ring you first. No, uh, thank no, that's you, fine. Thank I you very, thank that. you very much for um, uh, you know, talking about these birds that you've donated, and thank you very much for donating them. And like we've just started the auction, so we're looking forward to see how it goes in the next few days. And yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah thank right. you very much, my friend. All right, and we'll well, um, and uh, good luck, and I really wish you all the best in in getting you know what you need thank you very much for all your pigeon requirements head to thomastown produce and pet supplies we make our own range of pigeon carry baskets bird breeding cages and boxes 
we're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM Sponsor. Big hello to you and a big old Merry Christmas to all Southern FM listeners. Wishing you a wonderful, joyous Christmas and holiday season. Just want to wish everyone a great festive season and a happy new year. Hope you have a Merry Christmas and a great new year. Wishing you a very Merry Christmas. Summer's back and that means cricket's back. It also means the South East Cricket Association panel is back every Sunday morning here on Southern FM from 10.30 until noon. Tune in to hear all of the results, the gossip and the news from the South East Cricket Association. Southern FM, your home of local sport. They call me the seeker. Right now, we have to break for the Southern FM National Radio News and we'll be back with more of Pigeon Radio Australia and featuring our online fundraising auction for the Victorian Pigeon Organisation after the news. Catch you then. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Stop the pigeon, 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 stop the
On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we've got the VPO auction going on this week and uh, we've got some fantastic birds from some fantastic flies from around Australia and one of the flies is our good friend from Sydney and that's Poi Waiting. Hello Poi, how are you? And uh, Hi everybody, hello. Hello, everybody. hello, how are you Poi? I'm good, thank you. That's good. Now you've donated us a fantastic pigeon on the auction and um, uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about that bird? Yeah, the mother bread. of that pigeon is, di- um, is of direct daughter from Euro daughter. You know what I mean? And yeah, the father yeah, is a yeah. grandson. Is their 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 bread? Actually, my old my old stock bird getting old, uh-huh. so I just put them that way just to keep. If any nice one, I will keep some for stock. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that bird I donate actually. Now turn up beautiful, beautiful bird. Mm. You know, I can. I, I tell you, it looked nice as a youngster. It looked beautiful. I yeah, know. they look actually nicer than the photo that I sent it here. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's off your no, number one pair, isn't it? That one. No, of one of the best pigeon. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got a few good pigeons. Yeah, I know you have. You got a lot of good pigeons. Lines, yes, that would be of of my key pigeon. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, because I, I got um Koopman, I got Vandenbock, I got a, a few that's that's that basically Herman that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've done really well with the Hermans too, haven't you? Yeah, I did. Anything that caused with my Herman is actually rice very really well. I mean, same like everyone else, you know what I mean? Herman's have been good pigeon here. They wouldn't be in the loft if they weren't, they weren't doing anything. <laughs> I can tell you right now, Ivan. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I can tell for you. For sure. Poi yeah. only, only has quality pigeons in her loft. I know that for 100%. a fact. Yes, I, I, I don't pair them up if I don't think they're good. Mm. Well, Poi, thank you very much for donating that bird. It's thank getting you. a lot of good yes. It's getting a lot oh, of good bits. How far is going now? Oh look, it's it's up over a thousand now. So I think okay. it's. I think that's it only would... another ten days ago, isn't it? So yeah, that's correct. Right. So we're going to get a lot more bids on that pigeon for sure. Okay, well, and hopefully you can get half of the truck. Yeah. <laughs> half of the truck, that would be great. Well, well, I, well, I hope it doesn't go anymore. No. Boy, I'm, I'm just joking. I hope it doesn't go anymore. Why? Why? Because because I've got the highest bid at the moment. At the moment, Mr. Joe Angelino here has got the highest bid. Is he? Yeah. Well, it's early days. I can see it going up. I can see it going up. No, it's going up. It's going up no, for that, sure. That very, very good pigeon. Oh, yeah. I, I will breathe from that bird. Look at that way. Put well. That, I'll tell go, you, so if, if, I, if I get the opportunity to grab it, that that yeah. bird will be put straight into stock. I'm yeah, telling of course. You now. And, <laughs> what are you going to do? And, you're not going to race it. And <laughs> mate, that, as soon as I went on there, I seen a bang. It just caught my eye, Ivan. Mm. What a beautiful bird. Yeah, it is a nice pigeon. Yes, and it so. looks even better now anyway. So there uh, you go. She's she, uh, she a lot nicer now than I take the photo for you, I think, last week. Isn't yeah, it? that's I right. Photos. Yeah. Yeah. She actually yeah. get longer. Yeah, yeah. If you want me to send another photo, I can. <laughs> well, we can't. Well, you can send me another photo. We can put it up on Facebook. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll I, I do it tomorrow. Okay? All right, you thank know. you. You're a champion. I start cooking now. Yeah, all right. Well, you go and you go and cook, and uh, thank you very much, and we'll catch up with you. Thank you, boy. Okay. Thank, thank you, Ivan. Thank Bye. you, everybody. Thank- oh, it's Father Christmas here. Are you on my naughty or nice list this year? Still time to change that, you know. Ho, ho, come on, 
Rudolph. 88.3 Southern FM. And continuing on with our announcements of uh, the auction that we've got happening online for the VPO Truck Fund, we have on the line, who's donated a bird for the auction, Mr Simon Gretsch, who's won, I think, four Federation races this year. Hello, Simon, how are you? How you going, mate? Good yourself? Yeah, good, good. Mr Champion from the VRPU. Yeah, I wouldn't say champion, Great but I thought, mate. How are you, my friend? How are you, Joey? Good, mate. How are you, Tone? Yeah, good, Simon. Good. Now, you've donated a bird. you want to tell us a little bit about this pigeon? Because it's a pretty super-duper bird. It's a cracker. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, look, straight off the bat, it's got a VRPU classic ring. So, you know you know, it's bred. It's, it's a well-bred pigeon. So, it went to the VRPU classic. It flew the season. And this pigeon's nest mate got us first fed Broken Hill. We won the race by six minutes. Wow. Yes. And it's also full brother to three other fed posies. So, this the father... Is uh, one of our number one all Petrie Cox. We've got a Rod Simmons. He's bred us three first feds, Gee, two second feds, eight top 20 fed positions. Huh. And the mother is a Van Lint we bought off uh, Gazola from oh, Meadow, yeah. Oh, yeah. Meadow Meadow Pitt, Stud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, mate, you rang me up, Joe, and you asked me you wanted something uh, quality, so I put something quality, mate. No, and thank you very much. I wouldn't expect yeah. anything less from you. No, that's right. Yeah. And like I said, it's, it's got a breeder's plate ring on. So, you know, no one's going to put and spend 50 bucks a ring and put it on something that's not worthwhile. You know what I mean? No, that's right. So, no, this, this pigeon is exceptional. Oh, very so good. It'll make a very, very good stock. Uh, talk, uh, but no, he'll make an ideal stock pigeon, this cock, mate. Very, very well bred. So, he's half Van Lint, oh. and he's got Owen Petrie and the Rossa Blonde in him. So, he's got some of the best of the best, he's mate. Got all the good stuff in him, Ivan. Oh, very good. All the good stuff. And distance wise, we get him. 300, 350s, 400. Like that 400 we won this year was Nest, mate. Mm. It was, uh, I think it was 11 hours on the wing, mate. Obviously, she won it by six minutes. So they do it They do it well. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I haven't let any of these pigeons out before, Joey. This is, this is the first one. Oh, that's awesome. There you are. See? Yeah. That is awesome. Pretty Thank brilliant. you. Ma, we're wrapped. We are very wrapped. No, no, no. No worries, boys. Auction. And how's the auction going anyway? So I went on there today. You've got some nice pigeons on there, mate. Yeah, there's some nice birds there. Yeah, very nice pigeons We've there. just started it. So it's, uh, what, it's been our first day, Ivan. So first couple of days, yeah. Yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah, no, it's looking hey, the, good. The, 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 the big boys, the big boys come out. Um, The big boys come out. Towards the end, but yeah, uh, exactly. mate, that's what I've said. I've said the same. And that's what I've been yeah, telling. We downloaded last week, and yeah, we yeah. bid up. We bid ten grand on a pair of pigeons. We couldn't get them. Wow, Jeez. Yeah, me who and who's, we, who's were they? Ten grand. Uh, we we went for a Kokoski cock off Greg Kokoski. Oh my god, that went up to I think five thousand seven hundred. We missed out on him. Then we went for a grizzle, a grizzle hen off Lee Abbott, and we went up to five grand on that. We couldn't get it. People got too much money, Joey. I'm just a peasant from Snorvins, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I'm with you, mate. But I'm that just you. goes, Joe, we spend big money on our pigeons. Like, the I father know. of this one, I think Rennie, yeah, Rennie paid over two and a half grand for him, so we, we don't muck around when it comes to buying pigeons, as you know, mate. And look, the results are on the board, you know? Well, so. you can only get quality if you establish your loft with quality. Oh, that's right. You know, yeah. and winners breed winners. So, and look at the results know, this guy's got. Yeah. Jesus, you got to put bird, good birds in there, mate. You know, yeah. they're not in a prime position, and look what they did no. this year. That's exactly right. So look that's why, right. like I said, he's. Do you know, I, I live in Melton, Simon, and I thought to myself when you joined the VRPU, I thought to myself, "Gee, it's, it's going to be very." Yeah, I actually. Everyone thought. said that to us, uh, <laughs> Ivan. Everybody. <laughs> they said you won't win out there. No, and I, I didn't don't think, think anyone ever won a fed before. Not through the, the VRPU in Melton. No. 
no way. No one's won a vet uh, in the VRPU in Melton. No one. And you're no. just showing off, Gretchen. Not one, not two. Yeah, we three. won four, yeah. Four, mate. <laughs> and had two seconds and I think five or six top five. So Unbelievable. Because, no, you know, some people don't realise how far out west Melton is. <laughs> mate, it's a long, long, mate, long way west. It, it oh, is. Like, and I sometimes think, like when we're racing, geez, we might have... We might have done make the wrong move here, but no, when, when they're on, they're on, mate. So that just shows the, the, the way the pigeons are, yeah. the bloodline that we had this year, they went super well, mate. Well, that's good. We're looking forward to see your results next year, mate. No, 100%, boys, 100%. Nah. Like I said, when you do another auction, I'll be glad to chuck another one in, boys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank and, you. Know, you know, you, we'd, we'd really appreciate it. Thank you very much. I mean, Anytime, whenever, whenever we ask, you're always there. Yeah. And listen, um, yeah. Like I said, if there's anything that's coming up or you want to talk about, let us know, mate. We'll have you on the radio and we can discuss it, all right? Yeah, well, to be something, publicity officer for the union, which will be involved on the radio and talking about results and stuff. So, yeah, I'll be chatting with you guys a lot next year, no worries. Oh, well, that's good. If you want to be the correspondent for the VRP, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, of course, 100%. That'd be, well, you're in. Guess what? You've booked yeah. in. I've just booked you in, mate. Lock it in, Eddie. All Lock. right. <laughs> You've just won $250,000. Now, now, the people that went to the convention, um, not only did they get pigeons, but they also got COVID. Did you get COVID? No, no, no. No, nah, he's Maltese. He's Maltese. Yeah, Maltese. But no, I heard, I heard a few yeah, got sick, but blood, I think they just got the sniffles, Joey. I don't think it's as bad as what... Oh, unbelievable. No, no, well, that's it. We're all it. jabbed for P&V and Rota, so we don't get nothing, Joey. Mate, you, lo- you love those jabs, mate. <laughs> good old, a good jab never hurt anyone. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 unbelievable. But yeah, but now, like, if you ever, like I said, I'm, I'm glad to be the the, the union correspondent. You call me, call me any time. No, that'd boys. be good, mate. We need somebody from the union to read the results and tell us how years are going. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had one person, but uh, they couldn't do it anymore. So yeah, that'd be great, Simon. And th- no, no, yeah, no worries, thanks boys. for putting your hand up. That's no. great. Yeah. And we've got a few juniors next year, so I might even try and get them on the radio as well. Oh, mate, that'd be fantastic because that is my motto. The more we promote the younger people, the better. Yeah, no worries. What we'll do, do, uh, Gretchen, we'll have have you on as well, and we'll do like a three-way call, and you can can interview them. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no worries. We'll do that. They'll they'll love that. That'll be good. That'll be good. Excellent. Beautiful, Hey, champion. No worries. Thank you very much, all right? All right, boys. You haven't, haven't, if I don't speak, just have a great Christmas, all three of you, all right? Thank yeah, you, thank mate. You. Thank you. Thank 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 you. Thank you. Thank thank you. 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 Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank Wishing you a very merry Christmas. This is Southern FM. On the line, and we're continuing with our interviews for the uh, VPO uh, Truck Fund auction, online auction, and we have another donator that's donated two birds for the sale, and that's Mr. AJ Alvarez. Hello, AJ. How are you? Welcome back to Pigeon. Yeah, good. Good. Tell us about these birds you've donated. So that bird, uh, I believe I got two. The first one is the one from uh, Tony Garnett. It's a it's a cross of Gabby, I think with Sablon as well. The pedigree showed there. That bird I purchased it from a from a friend, Filipino friend. When I'm starting. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that one because when first time I saw it. Um, I like I, I I'm like I fell in love with it. <laughs> That's why um, 
I purchased that one to him. Oh, okay. And then I breed few uh, youngster with that, but sadly the COVID hits, so I didn't uh, didn't get it to, much. You didn't get to right try him out. Yeah. Okay. I'm just I just have too much uh, stock. That's why I'm um, reducing um, stock birds. Okay. Especially the cocks. Yep. I'm, I donated two cocks. Yes. And the other one is the one we purchased from Rod Siemens. Okay. Yeah, that's got that's got a nice pedigree in it. Yeah. Um. I, um. I forgot what's the blood line. Yeah, I'll it's, tell uh, you it's a bit of there's a yeah. bit of mix of his imports. Yeah. It's uh. It's uh, Alwyn Pertree, Gabby, and Herriman Coisters. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with that one. Because I purchased them at the same year. Yeah. When I'm starting, same thing happened. But but that one, um, I'm, I breed off that one. I, I have like um, one youngster of that one. Okay. So you, yeah, you kept for stock. I have, one. I have I have same bloodline. That's why. Okay. That's so why I'm, um, they chuck beautiful babies. Yeah. Small size, you know. Nice. How much you pay for him? Uh, I can't remember, but this I, my wife paid for that one. Yeah. Yeah. At around, I think. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. They're both nice birds anyway. They're very nice. Oh, um, they're very nice. Oh, mate. They've, I can imagine. They, they handle nice. They've got a nice. They handle nice too, yeah? Yeah, and that, that also, that bird, um, because I lend it to Ren. Yes. To borrow, to breed. Yep. And then he said he, he, he did well with the youngster of that one. Oh, there you go. I think um, he landed with his six feds, something like that. Yes. Oh, good yeah. one. Yeah, nice. Well, it's got all the good bloodlines in it anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that'll make, yeah, it'll make uh, the one that's a nice... Purchase, to be happy with it. Yeah, it's going to make a nice stock bird for someone, I'll tell you. Yeah. Very nice. Have too much. Just want to reduce. Yeah. All right, my friend. Thank you very much. For, first, I want to say thank you for donating the birds. Much appreciated. And, um, right. yeah, you go back to doing what you're doing, and I think you're helping someone build their loft or something, are you? Yeah, yeah, the new flyer. Yeah, good man, mate. That's what it's all about, helping each other. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. All right. You tell Ali we say hello, all right? All right, mate. All right, catch ya. Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035 998-1000-or-pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. 
we also have live poultry sales. Taramid stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Toulon Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Flyright is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyright contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyright is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyright now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07-3206-2568. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. Now you can listen to Southern FM on the go with Community Radio Plus, the home of Community Radio. The brand new app means you can listen in wherever you are. You'll also discover Community Radio's best podcasts and independent news. As well as listening via 88.3 FM, you can now support your Community Radio station by downloading Community Radio Plus. Get it from Google Play or the App Store today. While you're there, don't forget to leave five stars. This is your captain speaking. We're about to hit some strong turbulence, so please fasten your seat. Oh, hang on. I just got a video of my son with our dog. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Imagine the pilot of a plane putting lives at risk like this. Yet some people think it's still okay to text and drive. Texting takes your eyes off the road, risking your life and the lives of others. Stop texts, stop wrecks. Rad, recording artists, actors and athletes against dumb driving. Listen to the real Mark Seymour, the Southern FM Mark Seymour, playing great Aussie music on the Big Aussie Breakfast. Every Wednesday, 7 to 9, right here on 88.3 Southern FM. It's compulsory listening. Do you like gardening, flora and fauna? If the answer is yes, why not tune into Molly's Blooming Hour every Saturday starting at 4pm. You'll be treated to a plethora of interviews with gardening experts and celebrities, as well as plenty of garden tips, gardening events and easy listening hit music. Whatever your interests in nature may be, you're sure to find something you love on the show. So make yourself a cup of tea or perhaps something a little bit stronger. Sit back on the porch in your garden and enjoy Molly's Blooming Hour. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3, Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. 
Stop the pigeon. 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 How? Jab him, jab him, jab him, grab him. Stop that pigeon now. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have a little bit of a surprise uh, today. And we've got somebody that uh, I used to race with in Ballarat, and he's a barber, and he's in Creswick now, actually, and uh, none other than Jeff Johnson. Hello, Jeff, and welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia, mate. Thank you very much, gentlemen. It's a uh, it's it's an unexpected surprise, but a, a very nice surprise. Yeah. Thank you. How you going? I heard you moved to Creswick, mate. You're now the Creswick barber, not the Ballarat barber. Yes, I've opened up a new business eight weeks ago, and it's going very well. So that's been terrific. I'll have to it's come and get my hair cut. At the country, I've always loved Creswick. So, uh, and I used to cut. Uh, tossed my pigeons out near your liner. It was exactly about thirty-eight k's to my to my loft in Ballarat, mm. which is near a golf course, Midlands Golf Course. And when I had them going super fit, they would they'd do it in thirty-one minutes. Oh, a lot of, a lot of good flyers come out of Creswick in the old yeah. Ballarat Combine. Yes, Ivan. It was um, Stan Hepworth, who was the president of the Combine for a long time, and yeah. a, 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 like you guys, did a lot lot for the sport mm. and a lot you know a lot of behind the scenes. Um, and a very good administrator as well. And there was uh, Graham Perry out this way too, yeah. and Jack Stubbs who yeah, won yeah. him on the, on the the five, the six, and the seven hundred. So he had a right. lovely weekend that weekend. That's right. I, uh, so that was um, that that was an incredible effort. But there's been uh, Jimmy Stevenson. He was a he was a great old. Yeah, he was a one. fantastic fly on the distance too. He so. used to live on the main road there, didn't he, Jimmy Stevenson? Was that right? Yeah. I think so. he, Jimmy Stevenson was on the main road there in Creswick when you come he through. He was, mate. You're yeah, right. that's right. Yeah, you've got a good memory, Ivan. Yeah, I remember. I used to stop there when I used to go tossing the birds, and I used to have a chat to him all the time. I used to stop there and oh. see how he was going. And you still remember the 50 bucks I lent you? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> can, you, can you remember? Your memory's that good. Can you remember the $50 you lent him? That, that, he, lent, that he lent you? No, I don't remember that. Don't remember that. He, no, his memory's but, not the best. But, but my daughter's my daughter's um, done a great thing for me, Ivan and yeah. Joe. Uh, um, she bought a little farm out, sort of not far from us. So I got the pigeons. Um, I she wanted me to get the pigeons back for the, for my grandchildren. Oh, beautiful. And, and also for me, you know, I think there's a couple of nice um, photos. Joe might have seen them on Facebook before. Beautiful. They're beautiful. And my little grandson. But they handled their first little pair of babies the other day. Oh, that were good. only just out of the eggs pretty much. And, and what do you reckon? They're keen, to, they're keen to join the family. I'll have to post it so you can see. But it's. But anyway, my daughter, so what I've done, Tony yep. McPherson was shifting house. and Yeah. Uh, he um, he's lent me stock pigeons or some of his top stock birds, also some that he purchased from me that I've got back now. And oh, good. Another, and I've got some of my other Herman Coisters, sort of the ones I had. I had some very good Herman Coisters. You had some good Coopmans Bell. too, I remember. Yes, yes, but uh, I, I I imported a um, two double um, two two. Uh, Grandchildren of the um, famous Dorosa Sablon yeah, Gilbert. Yeah, I remember that. 
which at the time was the most expensive uh, pigeon ever sold in the world, and I actually bought two. Uh, I bought two grandchildren off this, uh, off that um, good pigeon. Off um, it took me two years to get the birds in, mm. and uh, they were beautiful, magnificent. They were uh, both slates. Oh yeah, I think one of them. There was a guy who came second, I think, in a Queensland 10,000 or something, and Jeff Prandella did one, did very well with one. He used to have pictures of it on his, um, when he put photos, it was a beautiful slate hen, magnificent. But Yeah, but the Herriman Cloisters I got from Steve because I actually imported another Derosa Blonde and I lent it to Steve, and unfortunately when Steve was away, it um, poor old Barb had to ring me up and say it passed away. And, oh, uh, so it was a good gesture. And I lent it to Steve. I hadn't even got the bird myself, and Steve couldn't believe that I was lending him this pigeon, you know, considering oh. I hadn't even got it myself yet. Oh. So he was devastated that it died, of course, and oh. he did a lovely thing for me. He he gave me a, um, a pair of these Herriman Cloisters, and one weekend I, I nearly won both combines in the – on the one weekend with there the Herriman Cloisters. Wow. I was, uh, first, club, first, first club, first combine, I think you call it fed. Oh. Yep. And, and, and uh, first club and, and sec, second fed on the – yeah, on the on the one day, so that that, that wow. was pretty great. But oh, awesome. these are incredible pigeons, are, and now because I, as you know, Ivan, I had a lot of the distance birds. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I was pretty renowned from the distance pigeons. I had a, a pigeon that flew seven hundred miles three times in twelve months. Yeah, I remember that. I yeah. thought that was pretty special. And the yeah. guy that owned Silver Rado Lofts came to visit my lofts, and he handled that pigeon. He said, "This is amazing." Yeah. A lot of good distance pigeons in. Uh, thought that was pretty nice too. Wow, <laughs> a, l- a lot of good distance pigeons in Ballarat, really. Yes, very good. But I, I was very lucky though because I, I became quite good friends with like Jim Marafiotti and like Greg Hamilton. I actually lent Greg Hamilton a pair of pigeons that won his first ever social winner. So there's a bit of news. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Jeez, uh, yeah, the, the guru, the, the guru, yeah, the little little bell barber, mate. Yeah, <laughs> the little bell. And, and tell me, are you still in the same club, Wendery? Uh, no, I was in the West. I was in the Wendery Club, yeah. and then that sort of. Uh, I and then I and Stan Hepworth asked me to come into the West Club, and uh-huh. I ended up joining the West Club. Yeah, but I had great fun there. I, I even flew in the in the invitation. Uh, club because the West oh. Club sort of was running out of the members and there was hardly any, so they sort of nearly sort of they they had a oh just couldn't get enough members and oh. stuff like that. So, uh, but I was very lucky. I became very good friends with their sippets, so I got a lot of the. Oh. I had the good Hubens. I had Lacalardis's. You know, his double fed uh, double VHO yeah. winner that time. Yeah, and done many times. I I actually owned the grandfather of that pigeon. Oh, gee. You had some um, good birds for your life. I had the, um, the good staff van roots. Oh, yeah. I had Huskin oh, van yeah, reels. Yeah, I had the wall lump and greens, yeah. which were magnificent. They were the, um, I remember a guy, he hadn't been, it was a pigeon flyer and he'd never been to my loft before. And then he was standing at the front of my loft and I said, oh, you're about to handle a couple of nice pigeons. And I said, no, I reckon you might even give them 10 out of 10. Oh. And he said to me, he goes, oh, I've never, I've never given anyone a 10 out of 10. And then I said, so in he came, and these, and these pigeons Des got from, um, they were off his good walnut and green imports, which are magnificent. You know, we know all about Les Green and all that, yeah. you know, what those pigeons are. Anyway, he, uh, I took him into the loft, and I gave him the, I gave him the hen first. Uh-huh. And I said, what do you think about that, Robert? It was Robert Cormick, actually, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Robert said, 
Oh yes, Jeff, that's a ten. Yeah. And I said, oh, that's good. I, said, I said, now would you like to handle another ten? Yeah. And I'll give him the other one. He goes, that's a ten too. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, you had some very good birds there, I remember. They they used to always say they couldn't believe how I I had a bit of a knack with how to have my stock pigeons in magnificent order. Mm. You know what I mean? And and I learned learned so much off so many great flyers, as I said, like, um, and Brian Fredder that runs the the, uh, Adelaide Pigeon Club, like, uh, um, Gus Grumwald, you know, but I, 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 I got it. I had the good um, at one stage. Had the good Kokoskis and the Vimbo. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Beautiful pigeons. Now tell I, me, I all right? You said you, you, you said you said you know how to keep a good stock bird. Tell us a secret, uh, Jeff. How, how do you keep your stock birds in good condition? Well, well, I, I personally think myself, um, you can't beat the good old baths with Condi's crystals. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, and also um, I used to actually, even with my race birds, I used to even put them in a, after after race, like the ne- next day, I'd, I'd put them in some nice warm water and give them like a little massage. Very good. And then I'd put a little bit of, like a little bit of, a uh, little bit of, um, and then I'm just trying to think, there was this special stuff I used to give my birds too called Virk on S. Okay, yep. It's very good. Kills a lot of bugs, and um, yep. and 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 they're called um, and there's these crystals too called bluestone. Yeah, and they're 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 very good. They clean all the sinuses out of the out of the pigeons. Mm. And you the, probably um, put a little bit of epsom and, salts and, in that and bath as the, well. A lot of the the feather, which people for, um, sometimes to get the feather right on the pigeons, you've got to give them a lot of you know some nice beautiful little. You know the the oil seeds. Yeah. When they're going through the malt, that's so important. And yeah. I use peanut oil on the on the um, on the feed. Uh-huh. They love that. And uh, um, BVM powder. Yeah. I used to put on the on the feed, uh-huh. but with your cult. You know the little bottles of yeah your yeah, cult, yeah 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 cult mix, yeah yep. Yeah. And you mix it up, and that's um, that's. So good for your pigeons, but you know, you guys all know that that isn't it amazing our sport. The most thing we look at is the droppings. Yeah, that's right. And of course, if we see that lovely caramello bag, chop, you know, droppings. We nearly bloody put it in their mouth. <laughs> we love it. We love it. But I love yeah. seeing that, and I love Sad seeing down. Yeah, you know, yeah. but the, the droppings tell you everything. Yeah, you're right. And I had. And I had a bit of a, I had a bit of a um, thing I learned too about when I was picking pigeons to put in a, in the race basket, Ivan. Oh. I used to, what I used to do, I had a, a special light in my loft, yeah. and it'd come on slow and then go bang, right? Yeah. So, and and what I used to do, I'd I'd when I came home on on a Friday from work, the first thing I did was when I, I'd look at my pigeons, oh. and I was one of those people, It's not. I, I wasn't one of those people, oh, short term, short term, short term. I'd, I'd, I'd look for them to tell me that they're going to tell me it's their turn. Yeah. And then observation in, in the pigeon game is the most undervalued thing of all time, observation being the key in everything. Correct. And if you spend time with your birds and they want to come home for the love of home. So number one criteria, I looked in their throat and if they had the lovely curtain... Okay, uh-huh. a nice, beautiful, pinky um, throat. 
is one tick. Number two, I loved it if they had the warm feet. And also what I used to do, Ivan, I'd wash the feet, uh, right, uh, in warm water, in a bucket, uh, and then I'd dry the feet and then I'd put on brill cream, the old barber's secret formula. <laughs> then they'd come home with half a bale of straw on their feet. Yeah. Do you like that one? Yeah, that's that, a good one. Yeah. Brill cream. <laughs> then, of course, then, of course, you check the, the flights. Yep. Yeah. Of the pigeon, and then you check underneath. They've got this lovely little. They've got that lovely little blood muscle going. Yes, right? yeah. That that's the criteria. But the best thing I ever heard in pigeon flyers, boys, and I tell you what, this is the news flash. Are you all listening? Yeah, yeah. The foot theory. Now I love the foot theory. Hit the board on race day. I love the foot theory. Yep, I love that. That's the they're, they're the ones. And yeah, the, that's the best and one. And the basket tells the tale, boys. The basket tells the tale, doesn't it? That's yeah, right. Yeah, well, you remember what John Broy used to say: the basket is the ultimate selector. Well, the that's ultimate right. Selector. And if you're really lucky, boys, when you train your pigeons uh-huh. and you get them to the stage that when you release the birds and they don't do a circle, you know you're on song. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's when your birds are switched on. Yeah. True, yep. true, true, true. I took Barry Wright out one day and he didn't believe me that my birds didn't even circle. They just went bang, bang. That's it. When they do that, mate, you so know that they're on, they're on fire. Out with me? Yeah, 100%. And they pinged and he's gone in the pigeon club on Friday and went, oh, now we won't beat Jono this week. His birds are going like bloody machine guns. <laughs> and then I remember one day, I think I won four or five races in a row yeah. and Hawthorne had just won the premiership and it was when Shane Crawford got his premiership medallion and he's got, he grabbed the microphone and he said, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I ran out of the clock room and I've said, and that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> You've done the same, man. <laughs> but Very I was good. a bit cheeky, Ivan, wasn't I? You were it? cheeky, yeah, you were a little bit cheeky, but you were good fun at the auctions and that. We used to have some fun down there in the combine we, rooms at the auctions had, and stuff. We had we had a lot of fun, and I can remember going to Ivan and and Amanda's home, and actually Ivan and, and I and Ma- Amanda, we, we actually got on very, very well. Yeah. And I actually even got Ivan and Amanda a job. Oh, you're kidding? Yeah, no, he did. Really? He made me move to Melton. It was his fault. Oh. Yes, my fault. Jeff the barber, the guru. Jeff the barber. It was his fault I moved to Melton, otherwise I would have stayed in Ballarat. And why did he get you to move to Melton? Because he found me a job with the Telstra shop. Oh, so you moved And the fella from the Telstra shop had a shop here in Melton, and he wanted me to manage the shop for him in Melton, and then I was going up and down the highway, and it was too too hard on the cars. Yeah. And um, my father-in-law, Amanda's dad, turned around and he said, oh, you'd be better off buying a house in Melton. And that, and that's and that what guy we did. that was your boss, he's just sold his house around the lake for $8 million. Or <laughs> See? Well, that's why he owns how many Telstra shops? Oh, God. A yeah. lot. Yeah, a lot of Telstra shops. You should get $8 million for this. Come and move in Altona, Ivan. <laughs> no, no, if I sell this, I'll go back to Ballarat. <laughs> Oh, beautiful. But I just want to say, boys, while you've got me on the show, and yes. thank you again for inviting me on um, short notice. Otherwise, I would have uh, tried to uh, get a get a bit more of my uh, my funny material happening. So you, you <laughs> but but I, I would like to say I I watched a bit of your um, presentation night on the on the on on the Facebook, Facebook and yeah. uh, I just happened to be flicking through the through the phone and uh, I, I just uh, I was so impressed it was uh, oh, you guys have thanks. done a done a fantastic job and Thank I yeah uh, and uh, I think that there's a uh, there's a saying in the pigeon game which I I try to tell everyone 
united we stand, divided we fall. Yes, That's correct. So we're, we're, very, we're, we're very, like, we're very, we're, we're such a unique hobby, you know. We're oh. such a, um, you know, and there's, there's so many great things in pigeons. Like, as we all know, you, oh. you know, when you're sitting in the backyard and you've, you've like, I remember once I, I set a pigeon up that took me two years to set it up to win this race and I bloody won it. And I, it's, wow, it, the, what a The bust. satisfaction it gives you is amazing. But it all it starts is. from the egg. Yeah. It all starts from when you, you know, and you, you guys know yourself, you sit on a Friday night and you're thinking, oh, geez, will I put that, will I put that Harriman Coises with that Koopman cock or will I, you know, and will I line breed that pigeon or not? Oh, I better put. I should maybe put that one away. And oh. so much time and effort. Like it, it costs a fair bit of money now to race pigeons. Oh. It costs money for feed, and it, you know it's it's not a cheap sport anymore. But the reason why we do it is because we have the passion and we love it. That's and right. We love, you know, we love animals. We That's love right. nature. And and uh, but when you see those wings rock back, and and you think to yourself, oh, jeepers creepers. But but I've got to tell you guys a, a a little quick story. I think you'll like it. What's that? It was it was a very tough race. It was an easterly wind, and uh, anyway, a mate of mine that didn't live far from me, he was he, he and we used to race in partnership. And then he went out racing by himself, um, and uh, we. He he. It was a tough day. Like it was about um, ten to five, and you know, no one had rung, no birds around. Rah rah rah. And he comes up. He comes not. And, and then as I was going past his house, he's out the front having a few beers with all his mates. And rah rah rah. And anyway, later on, that it was about oh five to five to five. I reckon ten to five. And and he rockets in my garage door down my backyard. I even know what my backyard's like. It's a fairly big backyard on yeah. the golf course. Beautiful yeah. spot. Yeah. And uh, he he wanders down. He goes or runs down. He goes. Oh bloody! I haven't got one. I haven't got one. I bloody got one. You yeah, yeah. got one. I've got one. He goes. Have, have you got one? Have you got one, Jono? And I said, No, I haven't got one, mate. Anyway, and he's, I've seen him walking down the street to all his mates down to his, because oh, there's no. only a few blocks from my house, and he, he's throwing his fist in the air, and he's going, oh, bloody, oh, oh, bloody beaten him, I oh, bloody beaten him. <laughs> so anyway, we go down the club, and 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 the board comes out, Ivan. Uh-oh. Right? Uh-oh. And there's Jeff Johnson first and second. <laughs> and he goes, you said you didn't have one. I said, I didn't, I had two. <laughs> Not bad. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Excellent. Oh, that is funny. I like Very it. Funny. I, like I it. didn't have one. I had two. Oh my god! <laughs> so what? You get those two birds together, did you? Absolutely. Oh, oh unbelievable! Geez. Very good. Bloody- it was, but I, I had a beautiful one day. I was very lucky. I got three home. I bought. I got this beautiful, absolutely magnificent Mealy Jansen off their sippets, off down off the, you know, the good James Bond stuff. Yeah. And it was probably one of the nicest pigeons, and um, you'd nearly handle. And anyway, I got three together from the five hundred. Wow. I thought two of the others were strays, you know, that's how excited I was. I thought, no, well, the other two aren't mine, but the, I was just looking at the meal. And you know what I'm going to tell you where Jeff was? He was a short flyer. There the you Ballarat go. Come on, weren't you, Jeff? Yes, yep, Jeez. yep, yep. He was like but me it, here in Melton. There you go. 
for Ballarat. Yeah, it was, it was, well, the boys down the bottom, but if it was a headwind or, or a, like a southwester, I was a, I was, I was right in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. I, the better I seemed to get too with the. And you had a very nice loft, Jeff. Your loft was magnificent. That loft of yours. Yeah, it was. I think the secret with people with their lofts, you've got to make the loft to suit yourself. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to make the loft to suit yourself, but you also have to make the loft that the birds want to come home to. Yes, and I always. I don't know if you remember, Ivan. I actually had a heater in my loft. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah. Uh, I had a and the best and and that was a uh, that was very important. I was big on humidity and big on you know the temperature yeah, in the yeah. loft. And and my theory was if I go in the loft and I'm cold, my pigeons are going to be bloody cold. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you're right. And and in Ballarat, mate, you need a heater in the loft. Good theory. Was, and my loft, I I, I had the, the vents on it too. You know, like the louvers, so I can open and close it, and you know, control the temperature. Yeah. But I don't know if you guys remember the, um, of course you guys remember the legendary Keith Saggers. Yep, of course. Um, and I think you'll like this story. I, I went to a sale in Melbourne and it was, Keith Saggers was having this sale and he had a, a pigeon down off Clapper Sun. Nice. And it was a merely... It was one of the most beautiful. It had white. It was pretty much all white, but it had like red bars on it. Yeah. And but it was stunning. Anyway, this is going back a few years, and it was the last pigeon in the auction. And you know how a lot of guys they they bugger up when they go to auctions. I always tell guys if you go to auctions or someone's complete sellout, you always try to buy their fed winners or the parents of fed winners or babies off the fed winners. Yeah, exactly. And, and also give yourself a budget, say it's $500, for example, and, and keep your hands in your pockets until your bird comes up because this is where guys come unstuck. They buy two or three before they get to the one they want and then they can't buy the one they want because they've got no money left. <laughs> yeah, there you right. go. Yeah. So anyway, getting back to this thing, we get to the auction, Keith Sagger's off auction, and it comes to the last pigeon, and which was Clapper Sun, and it was the best pigeon in the sale. And I remember Colin Walker said to me, gee, Jeff, that's a nice pigeon. And I said, yeah. I said, I'm going to buy it today, Colin. He goes, oh, you'll have to pay for it. So you know what I did, Ivan? What did you, you do, mate? I put my hand up yeah. and I kept it up. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't put it down. Yeah. And I bought it for $750, yeah. which was a lot of money then. Oh, it would have been. And, the, and this is karma. Are you ready? Yeah. The Ballardist had their anniversary race, yeah. right? Yeah. Worth $1,000, first prize. Yeah. And I beat David Emmel by half a metre. Ooh. And I won the 1000 bucks yeah. of a baby off the, off, off the, uh, of, of Clapper Sun. Oh. So, yeah. so I got my money back for the pigeon, you know. There what you mean? are. That is and unreal. I, I don't know if Joe knows, but I came, um, I won the, um, we won the uh, Marla in the Adelaide Pigeon Club. Yeah. $10,000. I think I was second and third a couple of times in that race. Oh. One year I had, I had four birds. I only had about 18 home, and I think I had four birds in the 18. Jeez, how good's that? Oh, yeah. Jeff had good long-distance birds, I can tell you. This little barber, man. Mate, he knows what he's on about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They used got... to call me the battling dollar barber. Now they call me, I don't know what, they call him the king of Creswick. <laughs> the king of Creswick. 
Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. That's, that's probably a bit too high. No, nah, that's all right. King of Creswick's all right. That's good. Yeah. Hey, what that's advice would you give a new flyer, Jeff? It's been an absolute pleasure, boys, sharing a couple of the lovely yeah. stories. One more thing, Jeff. Hang on, um, hang on a minute, um, Mr. Joe Angelina, the more. guru, wants to ask you one more question. What advice would Jeff give a new flyer? Um, the advice I would give anyone would be to make sure you associate with some top flyers. Like, as I said, I was lucky. Des Sippert, Greg Hamilton I became, you know, good friends with. Um, uh, Tim Fawcett and I were very good friends for many, many years. He had very good pigeons. Jim Marifiotti. But um, one of the best flyers in the uh, – one of the guys that I really learned a lot of and I swapped pigeons with was Fred DeMella. Okay. And, oh, yeah. and and Fred taught me a lot about pigeons, just little tricks, you know, just little things like you you give like a two o'clock before basketing, you know, you give them a, sit on a little seat and you just throw them a bit of a handful of safflower, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah. it makes them drink. Do you know what I mean? Like just yeah. all these. So my advice to if you're a new flyer, try and get to meet these top guns. Right, and even some of the guys you can't beat wise heads either. Do you know what I mean? Like guys have been in the game a long time. Mm. You can like you can just they've got so much knowledge, and they're happy to share it with you too. Yeah, but exactly, I, I actually, so I was very lucky. I I did very well out of my pigeons. A lot of people bought my pigeons. When I, I I I sold my pigeons, I got out of the sport because my wife sent me down one day because my son was fifteen years old. Yes, and she said your son will be eighteen years old, Jeff, soon, and and you know. Um, you know, you spend you spend all your time with the pigeons and rah rah. So I sold my pigeons that night, pretty much. Yeah, I remember that. Well, that was a sad day, <laughs> sad <laughs> moment for pigeon racing when the when the and guru I built, from so Ballarat. I built my son a basketball court. Yeah, I know. I remember that as well. And I, I actually got over fifty five thousand dollars for my birds. Wow. He Tell pulled the loft down only... and he put a basketball court where the loft was. Are you kidding me? No. Wow. But, uh, but I'll tell people I'm the only bloke that sold their pigeons and bought a Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually a true story. I had, that true story. I, said, oh, I had some good pigeons. Oh, that is yeah. funny. That is that's funny. Cool. No, that's good, mate. That's good. <laughs> All right, Jeff, it Jeff. was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks very much for uh, coming right. on on short notice, mate. You uh, spin a very good yarn. Oh, I love it. I love talking to this Thank guy. Thank you, Ivan. We, uh, um, I've always said whenever I see you, I have a big smile on my face because you, you just make me laugh before I – you don't even have to talk and I start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and, Joe, um, I also like to say too, Joe, it's yeah. been – it's you and I haven't known each other very long. But, no, we um, haven't. It's been great um, gaining – a friendship in you. Of course. And, uh, it's been awesome. That's yeah. one thing about the pigeon gun we which people do forget. Exactly. Um, you, you get some great friends, don't you? You do, you do. Um no, we've had some really good chats and um and looking forward to many more, mate. No worries, boys. Well you good luck with the show and keep keep up the good work, fellas. Thank Thanks, you very buddy. much. See ya. See ya. Cheers, boys. 88.3 Southern FM. On air and online via the free Community Radio Plus app. Download it now from the App Store or Google Play. Gotta have a hat. Oh, when you get your pick, 
Well, you hit for Ballarat Cause there's gold there in the rivers And there's gold there on the flat The whole bloody world knows There's gold at Ballarat There's Irish, Pommies, Chinese There's Italians and Greeks There's Americans and Kiwis Heading out there to the creeks They're from all the lands of Europe From all points on the map And they've come out here to get the gold From the rocks at Ballarat And they're coming from the west They're coming from the east Some are Walson and Matilda Some are riding on a beast And they're coming down from Queensland It's a gold rush, that's a fact There's gold to find And wealth for toil in the soil of Ballarat The clanging of the hammers and the clatter of the pick. You'll hear the ringing of the shovels and the cursing from the pit. And as you swear and curse your nun, you gotta bend your back if you're gonna find that nugget here in the dust at Ballarat. But tonight we might relax a bit and have a little bit of fun. Might go down to Riley's pub for a couple of nips of rum. And who knows, there might be a lady there. She might be looking for romance. When you're digging for gold at Battle Rat, well, you gotta take a chance. And they're coming from the west. They're coming from the east. Some are waltzing there, Matilda. Some are riding on the beast. And they're coming down from Queensland. It's a gold rush, that's a fact. There's gold to find and wealth to toil in the summer battle rat. On the diggings around With names you can't ignore There's Cousin Jack And Sawbush Bill And Reverend John McGraw And then there's Jesse Wilson Going blow for blow with Pat Yeah, husband and wife together In the dirt of Ballarat And the local Aborigines They can't believe the fuss With all these blurry white men Scratching in the dust But they show them where the water is safe And how to keep their tucker intact From the nighttime thieving rodents Here on the flats at Ballarat And they're coming from the west They're coming from the east Some are Watson and Matilda Some are riding on a beast And they're coming down from It's a gold rush, that's a fact There's gold in the mine And wealth for toil in the soil of Ballarat
coming every day. And if your licence isn't up to date, well, more dosh you're going to pay. And the government is bleeding us. They keep putting up the cash. So when the troopers come, we run and hide in the rocks at Ballarat. But we've been here for months now, and the nuggets we can't find. So we'll pack our pick and shovel, ahead for another mine. Yeah, we'll set up camp and start again, no matter where it's at. And hope our luck is better than on the fields at Ballarat. And they're still coming from the west, they're coming from the east. Some are waltzing their Matilda, some are riding on the beast. And they're coming down from Queensland, it's a gold rush, that's a fact. There's gold to find and wealth for toil in the soil at Ballarat. There's gold and fine and wealth for toil in the soil of Ballarat. band Never Too Late with a song called At Ballarat here on Pigeon Radio Australia 88.3 Southern FM The Sounds of the Bayside Well we've had a great show today for you on Pigeon Radio Australia and it's uh, unfortunately or well, fortunately or unfortunately it's time to say goodbye so goodbye Tony. Goodbye Ivan and uh, goodbye to all the listeners <laughs> and goodbye to everybody around the world he forgot. He forgot. Oh, goodbye, Mr. Angelino. As we were speaking, the bids were increasing on I these know. auction birds. Unbelievable. It's, it's going good, mate. mate good, what, good. A, what another good show. Another great show. And, um, yeah, it just gets better and better, Ivan. Now, don't forget, what do we want to say before we go? What's happening this Friday, Ivan? Oh, Friday is the VPO Breeders Plate, so come and have some fun because I guarantee you, you will. Yeah, 100%. Free barbecue, lots of fun, good atmosphere. F- f- bring your kids down. There's lots of um, play- playground equipment and stuff, you know, for the kids to play. And there's going to be some top quality birds for sale. And guess how much you're going to start off at, Ivan? Yeah, well, you told us before with Paul Burlick, $20. Yeah, I can't exactly. believe it. Yep, that's what I'm going to start off That must off be at. the cheapest breeders plate sale in Melbourne, I reckon. You know what? Mm. It's, uh, I think it's affordable. It's affordable, <laughs> yeah. and it starts off Who at twenty. Who wouldn't go there and buy a pigeon for twenty bucks? You could very well get the bird for twenty bucks. You probably could. You and know then what? You can win ten grand. You That's can unbelievable. Win. Exactly right. Exactly right. That's very good. Well, at least half, yeah. yeah. If you if you're if you, if, you're, if it's your own bird that you put in, yes, you can win ten. But if you buy someone else's bird for twenty, it's fifty fifty. All right. Well, we better shoot off. Cheerio, all. Stop the pigeon.